0: Tom Bernard Show with...
1: Tevin Pittman.
0: Andy Brent Bernard.
1: Cassie Schrader.
0: We'll be right back, Hour 2 Tom Bernard Show. Walzer Automotive Group started in Minnesota over 60 years ago. Most people know something about the Walzer way. Upfront, no haggle pricing, work with one person from start to finish, or the free lifetime powertrain warranty on most vehicles sold in Minnesota. What you might not know is they are the only automotive group that is a member of the Keystone Club. They joined such great Minnesota companies as General Mills, Target, Cargill, the Twins, Wolves, and Vikings in pledging 5% pre-tax profits to local charities. It's a great example of their core values. Do the right thing, display positive energy, be open-minded, and lead by example. So if you're in the market for a new or used car, check out walzer.com or stop into one of their dealerships. Please don't say, tell them Tommy sent you, because it sounds fake and I hate it. Walzer Automotive Group. Would you record this at home?
1: Oh, this is Banana Rama. Oh, I don't banana-rama. know why it's so hard for me to say that. Banana Rama. Uh, brings me back to the roller rink.
0: What is it called?
1: It's called "Cruel Summer" by Banana Rama. It was. Oh, big... they
0: said something about a roller rink.
1: Oh yeah, it reminds me. It, they used to play that all the time at Saints Roller Rink.
0: Where's Saints Roller Rink?
1: Well, it's no longer a roller rink. I think they turned it into like a VFW. No. They did? Where yeah. was it? Um, it's an odd right transformation. Of, yeah, you know, uh, right off of 84th and Pillsbury in Bloomington. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was right around the block from where I grew up, so I used to walk there with my roller skates. You know where um, uh, Lindale and 84th is? Absolutely. In yeah, it was right back over in there.
0: My mother, the last place she lived was at 494 in Lindale, as a matter
1: of fact. Oh, really? It's
0: where Toots lived and it pissed me off so much i can't even tell you i would go down there on a sunday morning to visit her mm-hmm. and i would go down highway 100 from golden valley bumper to bumper traffic down 494
1: oh it's terrible yeah. what no matter what time yep. of day doesn't matter
0: what time of day or what day of the week no. it, what
1: is that I don't know. They have three lanes of uh, yeah, traffic yep, on both, yep. and it's always backed up. I really think what screws everything up is that 35W interchange. That little. Because down well, no, nobody knows how to merge, and it's no, a clover. It's a cloverleaf. Right. Uh, exchange, so it just every time it just slows everything down. That 35W one. You are correct.
0: There's so. no question about it. A psychiatrist who spent hours talking with mass murderer James Holmes says that what led Holmes to open fire in a crowded Colorado movie theater was a -a one-of-a-kind vortex of his mental illness, his personality, and his circumstances, and some other unknown currents that will probably never be uncovered. A big part of it is it's hidden in Holmes' mind, and he can't see it either, says William Reed. In an interview about his new book, A Dark Night in Aurora, inside James <laughs> Holmes. In dark the Col- Night*, I get it. Get it, Dark Knight. Uh, the Colorado mass shootings. Holmes killed 12 people, wounded 58 when he opened fire during a midnight showing of The Dark Knight Rises. A Batman movie in the Denver suburb of Aurora on July 20th, 2012. Good God, that was six years ago already? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. Uh, Holmes was convicted of murder and sentenced to life in prison without parole. Read listed factors that influence Holmes' actions: Holmes' mental illness, and the way it was, uh, the way it did influence his behavior. I could see that. Yeah, uh, the way Holmes' personality shaped his awkward interactions with other people and influenced his view of the world. Uh, the ups and downs of Holmes' life as he struggled in neuroscience graduate school at the University of Colorado in Denver. And broke up with his girlfriend. Typical. <laughs> Women ruins his life, so he takes it out on all the rest A broken
1: of heart. What can he say? <laughs> yeah, another
0: broken heart. The answer in this uh, really is the answer, but it's not very satisfying, lies in an unimaginably detailed and complex confluence that we can't replicate because we can't see all of it, Reed writes. But he reveals that Holmes said he may kill again if given the chance. Should prison guards be worried about that? Um, I'd say so, yeah. Yeah, well, the only pe- people he could kill would be prison guards, so why wouldn't you be upset? <laughs> I would be influenced. Yeah, that would not be good. Might want to keep your head up around Mr. Holmes. Isn't he a tiny little punk?
1: Yeah, he looked bizarre. I remember seeing his mug shot. His yeah, hair was all, like...
0: Very weird.
1: Yeah, he's got those crazy eyes.
0: Oh, he definitely has crazy eyes. Oh,
1: I There's remember. No s- getting around that. I think it was at one of the court hearings right after he was arrested, and he's like sitting in the court, and his eyes were just, I, I it's like he had like he taped them open. I don't oh, think yeah. he even blinked.
0: He still does that.
1: Oh, it's ew.
0: the current picture of him in that news story. He still looks exactly like that. Really? Oh
1: yeah.
3: He's the kind of person that wouldn't have been a problem if involuntary. Um, what do you call it? Where they get sent to a mental hospital?
4: Oh, like the involuntary manslaughter. No, like, like the when, insane.
3: back when they could take people away to a mental hospital. Oh, institutionalization. Yeah, yeah. if if institutionalization had existed he definitely wouldn't have been able to do this because yep. he was obviously like they knew he was crazy they just couldn't do anything about it
1: so they they don't have like mental institutions nope. anymore well
3: they don't have involuntary do, yeah. ones oh Not so involved. where they
1: can just haul you off in the what do they call yep. it the paddy wagon exactly. or whatever yeah, the straitjacket. uh <laughs>
3: huh Exactly. The
0: paddy wagon. I don't know paddy what, they, what, they, what is is the, cops <laughs> the cops
3: in the new in New York City in that's like what 1920.
1: they call them too, when they would holler you off to I the nut that house. That
3: might be padded
1: wagon. Oh, padded mm. wagon. Okay.
3: that's <laughs> <laughs> well, one of those
1: things. It's one of those deals. <laughs> well, you tomorrow. hear it like different ways because people say it differently. What was what like it? the foot, the foot feet? That's what they used to call. Foot the,
0: feed. Yeah. Foot that's feet.
1: what that But some people called it a foot feet.
0: Yes, they did for the gas
1: pedal, but it's actually a foot feed. Feed. So it's like one of those things: padded wagon, paddy wagon. Give a dog a bone.
3: (laughs) He would. uh, He was afraid of ghosts that would hammer on the walls at night, and he thought that they fought each other with guns. Yeah, Uh, he tried to commit suicide at age eleven. He was obsessed with killing. Which should have been a pretty big red flag right there already. I would think so. I would have taken notice. Yeah. So, yeah, but what are you going to do? You can't institutionalize people anymore, so.
0: They took my dad away involuntarily.
3: Yeah, that was before they decided that insane people were just fine. Don't worry about it.
0: He was. He had the straight jacket on, and they strapped him to a gurney and took him away.
3: It's interesting right. that between all of this raging debate, no one is talking about bringing back institutionalization. Because that is it's needed.
0: It's too inhumane.
3: Yeah, but it's, it's necessary. Nuts. Because other, otherwise people are going to keep on dying, because what else can you do?
0: I was allowed to see my father once when he was in his... I guess sell or whatever it was because mm-hmm. I was only 10 years old <clears throat> and nowadays I don't think they'd let a 10 year old see somebody off their rocker like that. Mm, yeah. But I went in there and he was talking to somebody that wasn't there again. Yeah, I was having a conversation mm-hmm. and I'm like you're you you Papa ooh, mau, mau, <laughs> what do you got cooking? I don't know. It's really too bad. It's mm.
3: it's really unfortunate. Jeez, he had to pay almost a million dollars in restitution. Who? The murderer. With Apparently he was He pre- killed
0: like 12 people.
3: Apparently, he was pretty wealthy because a million dollars. So, he came from some rich family? His dad was a professor at Stanford. So, oh. yes. I know he didn't want so to go almost, there. So, definitely. <laughs> there you go.
1: Okay, so you have a professor from a prestigious college again, and he didn't know his son was that. Mental, oh, I'm sure
3: he knew he just and didn't do yeah, anything about that's it, true.
1: and he had yeah. all the money in the world to get his son mm-hmm. the proper care he needed. Yeah, that's it, it,
0: very true. I don't understand that anyway. And Stanford was the university founded by a guy whose kid couldn't get into Harvard.
4: <laughs> that's true. Really? Yeah. God, no. Uh, Harvard probably never let Stanford live that down.
0: <laughs> probably <laughs> not. Probably true. It probably not. He couldn't get into Harvard, so they started. Stanford, an Ivy League school, even though it's not in the Ivy League, they still refer to it that one. No, not. What do you got, Andy? About what? Oh, I thought you were bringing something up on your uh, screen.
4: No. Nope. Stanford, ACC school. It's not an Ivy League school. I don't know. No,
3: it's it's a, it's a what, out in California. I don't what even you know? really know what like Ivy a, League that's
4: means. What was say, is what I say? I think it's an I ACC it school.
1: What will categorize a, a for sports a college to be Ivy League? Is it?
3: Oh, it's about their sports teams. Yeah, the Ivy League really... is yeah. an athletic conference. Yep. I oh, see. Okay. But, yeah, no, Stanford is not in there. What's so ACC? It would be it? Yale, Harvard. Uh, is Colgate is in there?
4: Brown, is that one?
3: Maybe Columbia. Brown, Columbia, Cornell, Dartmouth, Harvard. Cornell, that's what U- about. University of Pennsylvania, Princeton, and Yale. There you go. All the big shot schools that are ruining America.
4: But other than that,
3: everything is good. This. ACC is what?
4: Uh, the Atlantic Coast Conference. That's like out in California, so like Stanford, California. That's Pacific Coast Conference. Oh, no, never mind.
0: Yeah, East Coast. Stanford is know. not in the Stanford's ACC. Stanford's not in
4: California. So, yeah,
0: so Stanford then will be Pac-12. Yeah, probably Pac-12.
3: That's probably right. It'll be Pac-12. So
0: many conferences. This is a great uh, – this will cheer you up a lot, everybody sitting in here today. Something macabre is afoot in Washington's Thurston County. Seven cats have been found killed and mutilated there in recent months, and brutally so. Q13 City's Animal Services Officer Erica Johnson is describing the extremely horrific methodology. The animals were sliced from their stern to their genitals, and their spines have been taken from them.
4: So there is a future serial killer
3: yep. on the loose. Future Aurora, Colorado Uh-oh. shooter. So, the...
1: yeah, so if we find like 15 to 20 years, if we <sighs> start finding bodies with no spines. <laughs> well, yeah, what
0: What would the significance
3: of removing their spine be? Pie trophy. People are crazy. Some people just. Yeah, yeah, you can't. You
1: would be, you know, with Dave doing True Crime Tuesday, we do a lot of, you know, I do a lot yeah. of research on trying to find. Good guess for him, and some of these serial killers, the trophies they take. Oh
5: yeah, that's true. I mean,
1: there's serial killers that will take fingernails or yeah. um,
0: He looks at his fingernails. (laughs) Kevin's looking at his
1: fingernails.
5: (laughs) Locks of of hair.
1: Um, One guy, there was a serial killer. He, I think there was like he had a foot fetish thing, so he would always take one of their shoes. I think it was like their what? left shoe. Oh, God. That was all he would take after he murdered them. Or they would—I mean, it's just or teeth or it's just weird. But they want something to remind them, so when they go look at their little trophies, it brings them back to that moment of murder.
0: Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. So I that, how they felt? Yeah.
1: Either that, or maybe the guy that's doing this is trying to do his own. Medical research, yeah, he's or doing medical research know. on
0: kitties. Uh, Johnson tells Cairo Seven the cats had been strangled and surgically cut with a knife, but not in a professional manner. One cat was reportedly cut in half. Per the Olympian, the seventh death occurred uh, early Sunday morning. In an interview with Q13, Kathy Harrigan described feeding the elderly feral cat she had tended to for the past two years around midnight. When she awoke, he wasn't at her door per u- as per usual but later someone else uh, was the police harley's mu- mutilated body had been found in her neighbor's west olympia yard harley's was the sixth known death this year with the seventh from october believed to be also connected but it's the second in just a 48 hour period Uh-oh. uh oh on escalating. criminal minds they say it's escalating, escalating. Mm-hmm. yeah
1: and see what if this person is you know the typical person that will start off with animals moving to humans he's honing his craft right now yeah that's what, that's that's what they're saying. doing
0: I'm glad I don't go by Catman anymore. <laughs> I'm really happy about that. I use my own name now. Uh, who have you had on profession confession lately?
4: Um, we had a hospice nurse. We just had uh, one of my teammates from NDSU, John Crockett, who played in the NFL. We had him on. Oh, you um, did? Yep. So, yeah, we've had, we, started, we took a little bit of a break. We've had a couple weeks off now for the summer. But we're getting ready to ramp back up and get back to it. All right.
0: So what? What do the hospice nurse have to say?
4: Uh, she did hospice care, and then she also did um, psych ward. She was a psych ward nurse. As oh well. man, that's a thrill! And the things that she would see people doing with their own feces and it uh, yeah. that was very stereotypical. Um, and just really was just understaffed overall. She was like there was just not enough people. She'd say there was times at night where it'd be her and thirty people that she was supposed to be watching after. Oh. And she got, she, I think she broke ribs. She had gotten kicked by one of the people, and attacked. So yeah, it was it was a brutal scene to be in the in the psych ward as a nurse.
0: Did anybody pull the uh, Silence of the Lambs move on her? <laughs> no,
4: <laughs> that's what I, that's what I asked her. It was like was it like cells where you just walk down? And she was like, like she was probably twenty. Six, twenty-seven years old, That's like it. yeah, very oh, like attractive man. young woman, and I was like, "How are you in here trying to take care of all these these psychotic people?"
0: I tell you, honest to God, it's uh, it's that whole scene in Silence of the Lambs when the guy pitches the spuzzle ladder. <laughs> I remember when that happened. I went, "What the hell did he just throw at her?" Because I couldn't
4: figure out what, what's that. Yeah, and
0: I all of a sudden realized and went, oh,
4: my God!" No, no but yeah, her. She she had never gotten anything thrown at her, but she did walk in on somebody like eating it uh, like it was an apple. Eating was, like, what? Their own feces, like it was an you apple. Know. Oh, for
0: God's yeah. sake! It's you know, it's not a very fresh apple. No, not a little rotten. Got a couple not. worms in there. <laughs> I that's that mental illness thing is, is it's terrible. Mm-hmm. It really is. Uh, yeah, so uh, apparently a, 2K, a second cat in just 48 hours. Ollie was found Friday morning, and Johnson says it's believed that the cat may have fought its attacker. Samples of her claws are being submitted for DNA analysis. Mm-hmm. Posado's safe haven and a local newscaster are offering a $3,000 reward in connection with the case. So the cat, uh, D. Spiner, or whatever the hell he's going to call himself, or her, might be a woman, though. Could be, yeah. I suppose. I don't know. I don't, Andy. What's the psychology there? I'm taking the spine of a cat. Yeah, I
3: have no idea.
0: Well, thanks for your help. <laughs> Great to be here. Yeah. I bet the
3: psychology is the person yeah. has a messed up brain. Well, there is
0: that.
4: And I wonder if it's the. I wonder the age of the person. That would be interesting to me. if it's like an older. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Person.
3: Person. No, be
0: you're right. Younger. That would be very interesting to figure out
4: what's this all about. Yeah. I guess.
0: Now,
3: when it comes to animal cruelty like that, it's usually younger. We will be
0: right back. Part two hour two Tom Bernard Show. It's Tom telling you how easy it's been to lose weight at Neutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth with their weight loss plan. I'm down over seventy seven pounds, and I have one more round to go to shed the rest of my unwanted pounds. Find out how to have success losing weight like I did by attending the Neutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth Free Informational Dinner. It is on Monday, august twentieth, six PM at Jakes in Plymouth. That extra baggage melts away really fast, and one of the best parts is It's just so easy. I am never, ever hungry. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth has educated me on clean eating, and I now know the foods that work for me and the weight gain trigger foods. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth will guarantee that you lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth has helped me change my life, and they can help you, too. Register for the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth dinner on August 20th. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. If you are a homeowner, you do not
2: want to miss this free event. We are hosting a free seller workshop where we are going to teach you how to net between thirty dollars to $60,000 more on your home sale. Plus, we are going to share our proven systems that will instantly put the control back in your corner. Guarantee yourself the results you deserve when it comes time to sell your house. Our exclusive workshop will be sold out shortly, so call now to secure your free ticket by calling 763-401-SOLD or by visiting sellerworkshop.com.
0: This free seller workshop will be held the week of August 6th. The last workshop sold out very fast, so hurry and call Chris Lindahl Real Estate today to save your free
2: ticket. So call now 763-401-SOLD or visit sellerworkshop.com for times, locations and to secure your free ticket.
0: Okay, you know how it works. Uh, I don't promote people that aren't the real deal or don't do the right thing. This is not a bare bones situation at all. And the best part is it's free. Somewhere. I love
3: it.
1: Bobby
0: Darren. Yep. Love Bobby Darren. Died young, had a heart condition.
1: It's yeah. too bad,
0: unfortunately. Rachel Paula Abramson writes that she was interviewed as a person of interest in her father's January death. She didn't do it, and it ends up no one else did either. Alan Abramson's death made national headlines after it was determined that he wasn't murdered during an an early morning walk in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, but instead committed suicide using a gun tied to a weather balloon, which carried away the key evidence. (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) Isn't that unbelievable? That's
4: awesome. You know why he
0: did it, I bet. I almost guaranteed did it to collect the insurance money. Well, that his I mean, family can get the insurance money.
3: The fact that they would have known that he was shot at Point Blank Range through the head. I mean, you Man. can't hide that fact. Just because there was a weather balloon rising up yeah. that morning. And that, Palm
5: Beach Gardens.
3: <laughs> yeah, and they yeah. would find a rogue weather
0: balloon. You know, it was right outside uh, one of the great restaurants there. That's a nice area. Palm Beach Gardens, Florida is very nice. The guy must have had a lot of money. It's a money thing, no doubt. It's bizarre. So he 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 committed suicide using a gun tied to a weather balloon, which carried away the key evidence. In a piece for the New York Times, Rachel unpacks not so much uh, the death, but her 71-year-old father's complicated life. The two were never close but became estranged after her parents' 2003 divorce, and she had last seen him roughly two years before he died when he joined her along with her husband and nine-month-old daughter for a brief dinner in New York City. She asked if he was happy, and he replied in the affirmative, we drink every night. It's one big party. Mm. That's good when a 70-year-old guy tells you he drinks every night. That's good. Uh, She asked if he was happy. He said, no, we drink every night, except she later learned from the police investigator that three days later he searched for undetectable suicide methods now, if you do that on your computer, they're going to find out you were yeah. searching for undetectable suicide <laughs> methods.
4: Yeah, as far as like insurance fraud goes, like yeah, this is not the most well planned out. No, I don't no. Think
0: so. <laughs> oh god. She reflects upon behavior that, as a child, she read as him being aloof and disinterested. Now she thinks it was probably depression. My father was tormented by something by what we don't know. Probably his friends. That'd be my guess. Stabbing him right in the back.
1: So it was pri- or money.
0: <laughs> oh, it was definitely money. But he did reveal something core about himself and his death. He tried to protect us all. Uh, this that is how we said goodbye. Said great. Uh, read Rachel Abramson's full piece. You can read it. Uh, oh, it just goes on and talks about. It. You can. There's an extended version of the story. But yeah, he did. I remember when he did it because it was in January. He did it, and he did it so they could collect the. Uh, the life insurance. Now, I thought life insurance after a certain number of years, even if they do kill themselves, you can still collect it.
1: It probably just depends on the insurance policy. Yeah, because
0: I mean, if you you're not going to buy life insurance and then 12 years later kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I don't think that's going
4: to happen. No. Yeah, that's yeah. I would say that's really that's a lot of foreshadowing to. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. By that time, you're going to change your mind, or whatever you're going through at that point in your life is probably going to pass, and you're not going to be. Right, right. exactly. I just
0: good tip off for you basically is don't put in undetectable ways to commit suicide (laughs) on your computer. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Jesus, what are you doing? I don't think he had a very good grasp on how the internet works. No, I don't know. I I just whatever the gun floats away in a weather. Balloon. What it's the hell? So
1: bizarre to me.
0: Well, I suppose in Palm Beach Gardens it, it probably floated out to sea and fell into the ocean. Yeah. Probably where the gun is in the ocean I would guess.
5: Yeah.
0: I don't know. It just it's a very very odd thing. That's all I have to say. Uh, whatever. Oh god, now George Takai is uh, he's running his yapper again.
1: Oh my! (laughs) Oh
0: my! Here we go with another story, Tom. Uh, George Takei: In one way, border separations are worse than internment.
3: George Takei is a Uh, lunatic. He is a
0: lunatic. Actor recalls his days in an internment camp when he, at least, still had his family. Oh yeah, but you were all in a camp, so that uh, couldn't have been all that comfortable. That was uh, FDR. Nobody ever brings up that it was FDR that put those people in internment camps. They don't like to admit that he had any faults at all, and he had plenty of them because he was president of the United States, and anybody who wants to be president of the United States is
3: nuts. He also cheated on his wife. Oh, FDR? Constantly. Yeah.
0: Didn't she have a dalliance with one of her female buddies? I have no idea. I don't know either. Who the hell knows anymore? The thousands of migrant children separated from their parents at the U.S. border and held in old warehouses and Walmarts. Oh, I thought they were in cages.
4: What happened to that argument? Yeah, I thought they were in, like, a barn outside. Yeah,
0: what a complete lie that was. The children were placed in cages. No, they weren't. Good God. It may... Uh, many have compared to the internment camps uh, where thousands of Japanese Americans were sent during World War II, but at least during the internment, words that actor George Takei, who was sent to a camp at age five, never thought he'd say... Parents and their children remained together. Takai writes in an essay for foreign policy. He and his family lived in a horse stall for several weeks before arriving at a camp, but at least we had each other, at least during the internment. My parents were able to place themselves between the horror of what we were facing and my own childish understanding of our circumstances. Well, you handled it well, George, because you're not nuts at all. Yeah, Really? Honestly, Clearly,
3: they did not do a very good job of protecting your psyche because it's messed up.
0: I think George Takai. one time I did talk to his dad, and he said mm-hmm. that George was cuckoo for Cocoa pops. That's all <laughs> I can remember. That was the whole the whole discussion, the whole argument. I don't know. I, I really wish that news organizations would not say things that are not true in any way, shape, or form. Like children were in cages. No, they were behind a cyclone fence for their own safety i'm not saying it's good i don't think it's good to be separating families from one another i'm not saying anything like that but don't go over the top and
3: lie that's well, all i mean I'm they brought their kids along while committing a federal offense a felony yeah. if
0: this is the second time they did it was a felony yeah
3: they were i don't know yeah, they got they, to be put somewhere
4: and then on top of that, like why is he comparing this to internment camps? Like, yes, there are some things that are correlated to like where they're similar, but it's like you're not yeah. you're not looking good by saying, well, if you thought this was bad or if you thought this is right, good, mm-hmm. like look at what happened back here, nobody wins in maybe. No, this I comparison. think that's a
0: very, very good point. And nobody ever points out that the Canadians interned um the uh what the hell is the name of that country next to Russia? Damn it. Jerry'll be pissed off at me. I can't Ukraine? remember. Yeah, Ukraine. Ukraine. They interned Ukrainians up in Canada. They had internment camps there, but nobody oh, no, nobody knows that. I just It's always America gets blasted for everything, but nobody else did it. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. It's not right. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it wasn't only America that did it. And then, oh, God. I, I, once again, I just don't understand why America sucks so badly. Why does it? You get it. Anybody get I it in think here? I don't think
1: it sucks. No,
0: I'm just saying. Why do people? Why do people love to think it sucks?
1: Because uh, there always has to be that. Yeah, you somebody know, has to go. be the bad guy. Yeah,
0: it's always got to be whoever's got that, the most dough.
4: That, and I always find it funny when people say like, "We're like today, like, oh, America sucks. It sucks being in America today." And you like look at well, look how far we've come as a country, or like no if doubt. you look at like. Yes, black people used to be slaves, and now it might not be good or the best. It can always get Mm -hmm. better, but it's like we have come a long way. I feel like people need to be more appreciative at times as well.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, times change. People change. I mean, you know, we are not the country we were even just 50 years ago Mm -hmm. or even during World War II where we had it. Oh, no doubt
0: about it.
1: You know, so it's like. Yeah, okay, we had internment camps for Japanese Americans. That was because during World War II, we were afraid that they were having spies in the country. Yeah. Which they did. So it's like, who's who here?
0: Mm-hmm. Right. You people know. also don't know this, and they might want to do their homework before they run their yappers. No, I know Italians aren't really white people. <laughs> I just love that from Silicon Valley. I just love that so much. Oh, my stepmother didn't think that Italians were really white people. <laughs>
1: oh my god
0: (laughs) phenomenal but um italian and irish immigrants came to this company like this country excuse me and worked for free to try to earn their way into america in effect they were it was involuntary servitude Mm -hmm. now you can call that slavery or not but they were working well the only reason it's not slavery is because they could leave if they wanted to
1: or even some of the irish came over here um as you know working for free but they were paying off debt. So they were working in the cotton fields along with slaves. Yeah, they
3: were. A lot of more. And so, well, that's where the where they the had big pale, end came from. They had yeah. pale Irish skin, so
0: Exactly. It was, it was, was a nice brown. balance. Yeah. Yeah. They, a really they, nice they, balance, yeah.
3: they were more vulnerable to the
1: southern sun. Yeah, that's... but I mean, nobody really realizes that that you know, Irish worked right alongside with some yeah, they did. you know, African American slaves and they were probably yeah. treated the same. Oh, Cuz Irish, treated I would say same. out of the English countries, the Irish were treated poorly. Mm-hmm. So
0: I just, well, that's where the big N comes from is Irish, Irish people mispronounce the word Negro.
1: Yeah.
0: They mispronounce it. And that's where the word, how about that woman that got the uh, password sent to her? Oh, <laughs> Puget what? Sound electric. Uh,
4: There's
0: a black what? woman on Puget Sound electric out in mm-hmm. Seattle. Yeah. She was trying to access her, 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 uh, account. With, with Puget Sound, and she said, "I can't remember my password, so send me a new password." They sent. She's an African American woman. Her password. These are randomly generated. Human yep. beings have nothing to do with it. It's right. all randomly generated. Her password was n i g g a.
4: Whoa! Are sure she did. she just didn't make that password? They just sent her her uh, old password. No,
0: they said. <laughs> she said they did it on purpose. And they said, "What they did talk about." Which I suppose makes sense, but I don't know. I would have known not to do that. But again, I didn't grow up in Edina. Uh, they said they, they disallowed the word N-I-G-G-E-R, but they didn't realize N-I-G-G-A was a word. Okay. That's what they claim anyways. They didn't know it was a word. So I, I don't know. Because there's all kinds of those deals in there, you know.
1: Oh, that's hilarious. I mean, how was, how I mean what that, are the odds? You know, what are the odds? <laughs> and it's like... And it's like, just don't take offense to it. It's oh, just, yeah. you know, then just change it.
4: You know, just, yeah, just change it. It's a temporary
0: Let password.
1: it go. Pick your battles. Well, like
0: on Dave Chappelle, those white guys were happy when Dave Chappelle called him that. <laughs>
4: I know. <laughs> no, no, that's, I remember, I remember back, back in the day, like, it used to be a different time. Like, if I said that to a white person, oh, yeah. like they, it was almost like their badge of honor, of like, it oh, was. They, yeah. Tevin referred I'm me as this. Now. Or, yeah. Like, uh-huh. like, okay. Or like, oh, you should yeah. be able to call white people racist and they'd laugh because they knew they weren't racist instead of getting all worked up I know, about it. know,
0: why get worked up yeah. about it? You're going to decide who's racist and who isn't? I don't think so. Calm down, all of you. Huh? Is somebody knocking on the door?
3: It's my chair.
1: Oh, it is. No. <laughs> it is. Why is your chair doing
3: that? I don't know. That's weird.
0: I thought you had a nervous tick or something there, Andy. I don't know what the hell that was all about. <laughs> I thought someone was knocking, knocking at the door. I really did. I thought, it was, well, someone's yeah, at the did door wanting like to get it. in. What do you guys think of the fact that Robert Redford is not going to be in any more movies? He's decided to retire. I
3: don't know who that is.
0: You don't I, know who Robert Redford is.
1: I heard that he's supposed to be in an upcoming movie. Is this going to be his last one? I think so. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat>
0: That's what it sounds like. But yeah, Robert Redford has announced that he is calling it quits as an actor. His last movie will be his very last. Can you can you think of two guys better looking than Paul Newman and Robert Redford in- and? <laughs>
1: Oh, God, and, Paul Newman was gorgeous. He
4: was.
0: Unbelievable. And a very nice guy, by the way.
1: Yeah. really nice
0: guy.
4: I don't recognize him. Yeah, I, was, I couldn't pick out a Robert Redford film.
0: No, probably not. Well, the, the last one he did that you might remember is where he offered, who the hell's wife was it? Somebody you know, offered somebody's wife like a million dollars to have sex with her in a movie.
1: What the oh. hell?
0: What was that called? Oh, no,
1: that was Indecent Proposal. But yeah, that was, Indecent Proposal. Was that Robert Redford? Yeah, it was Robert oh, Redford. Oh, it was, and Demi Moore.
0: And Demi Moore, that's exactly right. Indecent
4: Proposal. <gasps> oh, I heard th- I heard them talking about
0: this and on And who the
1: was her husband? Yeah, oh, yeah. it was Woody Harrelson.
4: Yes, that was her
0: husband. That was
1: her husband in the movie. That's
4: exactly right.
0: I so. wanted
1: to say Michael Douglas, but I'm like, no, that's not right.
0: Do you take offense to that because somebody wants to pay your wife like a whore? Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Like... Yeah, <laughs> thanks so much. I really appreciate your uh, your... <laughs> looking at my wife like that. I really do. I I don't know. It's But Robert Redford, he's in a Marlon Brando movie called The Chase, and he's an escaped convict. If you've never seen the movie The Chase, you should watch it, because it is amazing. Eli Wallach's in it, and Marlon Brando's in it, and Angie Dickinson, who's just stunningly beautiful in it. Uh, and Robert Redford plays like the this is before they let black people be prisoners in movies, if you know what I mean. Yeah, black people couldn't even be prisoners in movies back then. It's like, what?
3: His is on.
0: All right. Shall we take our break right here and come back uh, to him in about two minutes? That'll work, won't it? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that'll work anyway. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, I got. I have a question for you in just ten. About, about two minutes and ten seconds about something I saw in The Family Feud. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Is this the National Greek Symphony?
1: I don't know, but it's getting me pumped for football. Oh, my
4: gosh, yes.
0: This Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings take on the Denver Broncos, their first game of the year. I wonder if Trevor Simeon will see any time. I'm sure he will because he played for Denver for two
5: years. Exactly. And
0: he's a big listener to the KQ Morning Show. What do you think of that action? Sweet.
5: So, yeah. <laughs> I love
0: it. Hey, guys. I How are you doing, Kostaki? It's been 85 months, but other than that.
5: It's, it does seem like it's been a while. Football's finally back.
0: Finally it's back. Exciting. Very quickly, name mm-hmm. – okay, can you name uh, a language that you could use to sound sexy? An, or an accent. It was. I think it was more like an accent that you could use to sound sexy. What would you consider? What's up? It's got to be Vietnamese, right? How did you know? No, <laughs> it's not. Uh, what would you guess? One of the five would be.
3: I'm sure French is number one. French
0: is number one. French, yeah. has, to, French has to be
4: up there. Like Italian.
0: Italian's number two. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. Spanish? right. Spanish is number three. You guys okay. are good. You only German very high on the... the list. No, no. no. <laughs> yeah, it's not too sexy.
3: What? Ha... Probably something like uh, Swedish or Dutch. No, no. British. No. Yeah,
0: English. English. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. And there's one left. To sound sexy, what language you would you use, or accent would you use?
5: Oh, is this Greek? Is that why we're you doing You got it, homie. Yeah.
0: Greek was the fifth one, but I will tell you, this is just magnificent. It, it, it almost just happened again. There was a woman on there, and they said, name a, an accent you'd use to try to sound sexy, and she said, English, an English accent. And then the next woman, what language would you use? British. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... Other than they're exactly the same, uh, things are good. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's fine. So, how have you been, Kostaki?
5: Oh, I've been good. A little sleepy. There's a three week old baby in my life now.
0: Oh, my God. What His or her name?
5: Uh, her name is Zoe Miola Economopoulos.
0: Zoe Miola? Is it ZM? I like ZME.
1: ZME, yes.
0: I like it. Zimmy. You can call her Zimmy? I'm going to call her Zimmy. Zimmy, <laughs> you can call Well, Kat, Alex just had a baby that's now uh, seven weeks old, and now your baby's three weeks old.
5: Oh, congrats, Alex!
0: A little boy and a little girl coming into the world. Although Sarah Zhang's not going to like her very much because she's white. I'm just telling you. <laughs> Did you see that
5: story? Hey, we could be in-laws someday, Tom. If our kids. That's up true. You and
0: I could be in-laws. We're sitting there with Zimmy and Sage, just going forward. You notice no, nobody's name is Tim anymore? No. It no. just doesn't happen at all anymore, does it? It just doesn't. Of course, Kostaki, I don't know many other Kostakis in the world, but that's just me.
5: Yeah, well, we were hoping to go for something a little bit unusual but not strange. Like when I say my name at a party or something, people have to lean in and go, what? What? What's we, your we, we didn't, What hurts? <laughs> we didn't want that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I
0: understand that. It's, it's yeah, it's, people, honest to God, it, I think when I was a kid, everyone's name was either Mike or Tom.
4: Everybody. Yeah. No, now you need to have right. the name that makes the substitute teacher kind of scratch her head before she, before she reads it. How'd Tevin work? <laughs> yeah. Is that good?
5: Yeah, no, Tevin was that.
0: all right. Tevin was all right.
5: That was
4: fun. What? <laughs> Kostaki.
0: Co- Kostaki.
5: Costicky. And we wanted to put the middle name in there. Uh, it's my wife's maiden name, which I love that name, Miola.
0: What is it, Mazzola?
5: Actually, M- Miola.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought you said it was like an oil. Wasn't Mazzola cooking oil at one point?
3: Miola. <laughs> so I'm it's Miniola.
5: Miola, five Miola. letters.
3: Miola. Okay.
5: Is that, M-E-O-L-A. Does is that, that Greek? Does that mean too? like honey? I should have. No, that's. But there's a root. Uh, the Greek word for honey is meli. So that's in there somehow.
3: Well, Miel uh, is honey in Spanish. That's why I thought Miel, okay. Miel. Miela. Yeah, Let's like see. Miel.
5: Actually, when we, when we got married, we were joking around about me taking her name because it's a much better name. And I could go with my legal first name and be Constantinos Miola. That's a way better name. Than Constantino name.
0: Mm. Sounds like somebody that robs ships out at sea. <laughs> the shipping, the Greek shipping industry. Nothing but trouble.
3: Top male names <laughs> in 1952. Here we go. James, Robert, John, Michael, David—pretty standard names. My name
0: still didn't make the top five. Yours was eighth. Eighth.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, my <laughs> my name. What my name translates into in uh, in I think it's Sioux. Sioux or Chippewa? Sioux? I don't know. Sioux or Chippewa? Uh, Native American,
1: okay.
0: indigenous people. That's what I'm talking about. My name, Tom Barnard means twin big bear. Twin bear. Yeah, Bernard <laughs> means big bear. So, but I just lost 81 pounds, so I'm not that big a bear anymore. That's you just lost
5: 81 was. pounds?
0: I did, and I'm going to lose about another uh, 11 and a half, so I've lost 92.5 pounds.
5: Oh, my goodness. Good what do you are of laying off the lobster scrambled eggs, I guess? <laughs> no. No, uh, when you come to town, you'll find out. I will I, I, that's what I think of whenever you talk food with you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, uh, the soft eggs and lobster at Bar La Grasa.
5: It's oh my wonderful goodness! Stuff. That's a good dish. When are you coming back to town? I actually don't have any plans now. I was there twice in uh, in January, so uh, I was gone. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's a good time to be gone from your part of the world.
0: <laughs> it's a little chilly here in January. It's absolutely true. Well, congratulations on your baby, Zoe yeah, Miola.
5: I love it. She was born on uh, seven fourteen. That's a very football-friendly birthday.
0: It absolutely it is seven fourteen. <clears throat>
5: Could, as, a, as a Falcons fan, I'm just glad she wasn't born on 328. You know what I'm saying? Huh? <laughs> of the patriots, that's a thing. I do kind of know what you're saying.
0: Oh, I saw that Eric Decker's now a Patriot,
5: huh? Yes.
0: Nice Minnesota boy. Briefly, We'll see. You think just briefly?
5: It's big news. Well, I don't know. I... They've got they've got like seven receivers there now, so we'll see who they yeah, are. Yeah, that's keeping. true.
0: That is true. Maybe maybe the Vikings should pick up Eric Decker. He played at the University of Minnesota. He's from Cold Spring, Recory, Minnesota.
5: Do you know the story about his wife bragging about him everywhere?
0: Yes, I do, but you can tell it again. <laughs> yeah, tell that story. It's wonderful.
5: I'm not sure that I, I know the story, but uh, on more than one occasion his wife is uh, – said publicly that he's very well endowed.
0: Yeah, I know. It's unbelievable. You know, he's got a crank on him. Why
5: is that in my head? What do you to think about? Yeah, why is
0: that in your head, by the way?
5: (laughs) I don't know. How do you not think of that when his name comes up? I haven't heard his name in like a year and a half. Eric Decker? Eric Decker.
0: When I hear Eric Decker, I think of penises. Big, big news. That's really great. So what's going on in the (laughs) NFL? By the way, do me a favor. Are you going to see Ray Lewis anytime soon? <laughs> I don't think so. Did you hear that acceptance speech at the Hall of Fame?
5: It was. Uh, it was very Ray Lewis of him.
0: Okay, Ray. The numbers. What was it? Five and seven were those. That, those are the two big numbers he said. Five and seven, the most lucky numbers on earth, and five and two. Um you could take any number and through addition, subtraction, division or multiplication come up with 5 and 7 i'm yeah. sorry. it's just not that hard to do i was yeah, born in 1951 yeah. 1 and 9 is 10 5 and 1 is 6 okay figure it out how do I, you get that? i
3: don't understand what we're talking
0: about ray Can't lewis was inducted into the national football league hall of fame so uh, he did a half-hour speech on how God looks down upon him favorably and how the l- numbers 5 and 7 are lucky and 5 and 2 is lucky too. And he went on and on. And then he embarrassed his children by announcing to everybody, because they're grown now, I still kiss my kids right on the mouth. And they were going right. like, oh,
5: God, uh, don't uh. And the two boys were shaking their heads. <laughs> <laughs> Great. It was phenomenal. Oh, here we go he, he's a character, man. He did it's this. It's hard to in believe he's real. February Among other too. highlights this week, he said crime went down when he was playing in Baltimore. <laughs> well,
3: because he was um, on, he was the main suspect. Show.
5: Yeah. Well he did his best to move the crime to Atlanta, as I recall.
0: <laughs> he did, as you recall. <laughs> Actually, you know Wise Brothers, the uh, the news uh, wire? There's mm, a,
5: yeah.
0: a news wire said this morning Ray Lewis does a half-an-hour speech at the NFL Hall of Fame dinner and never once mentioned the two people he murdered 20 years ago. <laughs> that's phenomenal. But he did. He got off. He got off. He, he, was not, he was found not guilty. And the
5: dancing, the squirrel dance. I'm from Georgia. I've seen a couple squirrels here and there. I've never seen one do that.
0: Yeah, I don't know what that's all about either, but I don't know. When are you going to take, take Zoli Miola to uh, to Atlanta?
5: Good question. I try not to travel right this second, but maybe well, Thanksgiving yeah. or Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, there you
0: go, Thanksgiving or Christmas. Yeah,
5: we'll go to Atlanta.
0: you got to go down and see the family, don't
5: you? When are you going to come to Atlanta? you going to come down for the Super Bowl this year? Oh, time? that's
0: right. The Super Bowl is this January. I'd have to come up.
5: I'll be there. Oh, you have to come up. Right. Exactly. Well, but it's not that far from where you'll be,
0: then. I love Atlanta, too. Honestly. You know George Wallace, the comedian? Yeah. I love him. He's a, he, we have him on all the time. He's a wonderful guy. I love the guy. He goes, hey, Tom, let me ask you a question, man. You been in Atlanta recently? I'm from Atlanta, you know. I, I said, yeah, I, I heard you lived in Atlanta at one point. And he goes, Atlanta's a great town, man. As an African-American, that plain lands. And you walk off and go, damn, I'm in Africa. <laughs> he said, it's all black people. He thought he was going, I'm in Africa. <laughs>
5: It's just very funny. Very uh, funny. Yeah, I love Atlanta. I'm looking forward to getting back. I'm going to be there for the at least the Super Bowl media week stuff. So come on up. I'll meet you there. Why
0: can't I remember that great 125-year-old steakhouse up in Buckhead? I can never remember the name of that place.
5: Oh, I don't know. I'm not a big steak it's... guy.
0: Get off I'm the issues. <laughs> what the hell? I'm not a steak guy. Okay, Tofu Tommy.
5: I'd rather have that lobster and eggs thing. I don't, I, you know, <laughs> well, I don't blame you. On waste that. my calories on steak when uh, I could be yeah. eating
0: that. You're right. I don't blame you for that. It is magnificent, no <laughs> doubt about it. Um, favored to win the Super Bowl this year is the Eagles again.
5: Uh, I saw an ESPN list of the best rosters in the NFL, and the Eagles were number one. Number yeah. two was the Atlanta Falcons.
0: The Atlanta Falcons. Number f- I think number three was the Vikings, wasn't it?
5: Vikings are certainly top few. They're, they yeah. look good this year, man. Yeah, we'll uh, they're see. They're gonna not be fun the, to watch.
0: Not the Patriots for once. Good, what'd you say? what you say, Kostaki?
5: Our teams are good. This is very exciting. Why well, yeah. didn't
0: mean, Andy just said not the Patriots for once and that? Yeah, they're gotten old. Patriots no, have gotten no. a little bit old.
5: They have no competition though.
0: They have In their no. Division, You're it's right.
5: Ridiculous. You're the right. Bills. The Dolphins and the Jets? I mean, it's like a sketch about a terrible division. <laughs> it should be a joke. Fair. It should be a joke. That's the very best funny. quarterback of the last decade, the best coach of the last decade, the best tight end in the last decade, and the worst division. That's their setup.
0: Is it true that Think those... about
5: last year. Think about the two teams they had to beat to get to the Super Bowl, the Titans and the Jaguars. That oh, was their God. pass to the Super Bowl.
0: Unbelievable. Stupid team. Stupid team. <laughs> Um, is it true that, that uh, the coach and the and the quarterback can't get along anymore? you think that's true?
5: No, I don't, I don't think either. that's true. I don't either. I don't I think know. So. I mean, if I it was true, they would try to keep it a secret. <clears throat> yeah, but, they're not uh, trying to keep That's true. I think they'll iron it out. Speaking of stupid teams, tomorrow night the football season kicks off with HBO's Hard Knocks this year <laughs> with the Cleveland Browns.
4: Oh, no. Oh, no. And they all think they can
5: win the Super Bowl this year. Yes, yes. Hard knocks switching yeah. formats from drama to comedy.
4: The
0: oh. <laughs>
4: Browns think they can win the Super Bowl. Yeah, there's been like two or three okay. players that have been quoted as saying that if they stay healthy and everything goes right, they'll win, they can make a yeah, playoff. If
1: everything,
0: if everything goes right, anybody could win right. the Super Bowl <laughs> everything right. goes right.
1: How many games has the Brown win in what like the last couple one seasons? Game one
5: in the last two
3: years or one, something? Like one that? in the last two years. Yeah. One, oh. yeah,
5: one out of 32. When do they
3: just, like, dissolve the team? <laughs> they did that already. Moved yeah, to Baltimore, Baltimore, but it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> and you think after, like, you know, a certain amount of losses in a row, they lose their, like, right to be a team.
5: Yeah, they relegate them like European soccer.
3: Kostaki,
0: how much time do you college. have today? Do you, do you have to get going in a, in a minute or two?
5: Uh, I've got a few. You want to come back after a break?
0: Well, but the break's 10 minutes, so I don't know if you want to be on that long.
5: <laughs> No, I don't want to do
0: that. Well, I didn't think so. So let me ask you this in the in the last minute of our our time back together again, and you'll be on once every month now, or you're gonna be uh, on a lot
5: once, once a week. Oh, are every you? two weeks for this month, yeah, and then once a week after that. There,
0: every two weeks, and then and then, because Catherine, you know, it's I don't know why she likes you, but she does. <laughs> I just don't understand it. But no, she's she was all worried. Does Kostaki have the right number? She's all, settle down, turtle dove. Relax. Um, I got to get your take on Johnny Manziel's horrendous performance oh. in the
5: CFL. Oh.
0: oh my God!
5: Four interceptions in one half in his first ca- oh. Canadian game. <clears throat> well, the good news it's only three in Fahrenheit, huh? <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, we'll close with that. I'll talk to you in two weeks, man. Thanks, guys. We'll talk soon. Kostaki Economopolis and Quick Snaps returns to the Tom Bernard Show. We'll be right back.